Okay, so we're continuing with um, the importance of staying away from Shaker, and we left off with two psukim that the Ramchal brought us to stay away from it. One was Dvar Shaker Yisna Tzadik, that there's a mitzvah assay to hate Shaker. Yeah? And then there's also, I mean, I don't know if it's a mitzvah assay for the Torah, if it's a positive initially, but it, but, but Shorach is telling you, right, that it is fitting to hate it. And then also, Pasukin Shmos, Midvar Shekhar Tirch. To distance oneself so that they, to distance oneself from it. Which is, um, you know, I guess one of them is more like a, um, I don't know if it's an assay and a laugh, so much as one is more maybe a feeling and a, uh, and a, an action. Right? That, uh, okay. So that's, that's, we, that's what we left off with. So, Vitir. Shalom Amar Mishakritishma. Doesn't say that you should guard yourself from sheker means don't don't um, be over on sheker elamidvar sheker tirchik and rather be far from it. So it means it's not enough to just it's not actually a lie. It's uh, I, I was just joking. Joking is not a lie. I, 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 I was just teasing you, right? It's not a lie. It's true. It's not a lie. But but, but if, if your purpose is to be far away from it, this is not called far. It's not called keeping it far. This is called that, it, that, it's, uh, that, that it's nearby. That's not good. You have to literally try to run away from it. Get away as far away as possible. Sheiris Yisrael lo yasu avlo v'lo yidabru kozim. So the Jewish people will not do a disgusting thing. They will not speak falsehood. V'lo yimotze b'pihem loshen termis, and they will not be found in their mouth something deceitful, uh, a deceitful tongue. Okay. Um Okay. Now this is a uh, obviously an agadita over here, the more in Shabbos, right? But what does it mean? The, si- the signature of Hashem is Emes. What does that mean? I, what's Hashem signing? Right? Uh, what's He sealing? The you know, signet ring seal, right? Like, uh, 
the equivalent of, of, a, of a signature. Right? Um, that it's endless. So, obviously, it's got to be a marshal, an analogy, right? Hashem doesn't sign documents, per se. Yeah? Um, so, the morale in the Siva Emes says, first of all, um, he points out that we're going to be saying this on Rosh Hashanah. In the, one of the Putim of Rosh Hashanah, we say, Emes Chosmo Lehodia Kihu Echad. Hashem's signature is truth to make known that He is one. Which means truth is one, it's singular. There's nothing, right? The, the, if uh, this, is a, this is a pencil, right? It's not a cow, it's not a kite, it's not a table, it's a pencil, right? So there is a almost an infinite amount of sheker of what it's not. There's only one of what it is. Is what it is. That's what it is. That's that's the end. So that's one. So the, the so the um, Hashem being emes is a way to speak to the fact that Hashem is one. And the uh, morale there says that on a deeper level that, and I think we've just spoken about this, that there Hashem, that Hashem is, his existence is actually as alluded to by the name Yud Kivavke, Yishem Havaya, is Nimsakayim, um, absolute existence. Right, everything else exists in a little bit of a fictitious way, a little bit of a uh, fa- fake way, right? For example, you know, uh, if something is here today but gone tomorrow, so is it really here? It's, it's uh, well, it's kind of here right now, but tomorrow not, right? So it's not, it's not an absolute truth, right? Truth is. You can't. The truth is it exists. It, that it exists and it doesn't exist. That's the truth. No, the truth is that this item, this uh, this cat, it exists a little bit, but it doesn't exist mostly. Right it means it exists for the next couple of years, and then and it's not going to exist anymore for like the next you know, however long. Right, and it didn't used to exist, and it doesn't exist on Mars. In fact, it doesn't even exist one block from here. Right, in fact, even here, even now, it only exists on a certain level of reality. Right, it doesn't exist in all the spiritual realms, and doesn't exist in an absolute sense. It's not, it's not an unchanging reality. Right. So, to say that it exists is a, not exactly true. So the only right? thing that exists is Hashem. The only true existence is Hashem. That's what, that's what the first parish of Der Hashem discusses. Right? The, the, the first os, first parish, first os in Der Hashem is called Amitas Mitsuso Yisborach, the truth of Hashem's existence. Yeah, which is that he is Rishon Kadman Vinitsky right that's that is that's Amos um, 
If it's more than So that's what it means. Unchanging. That's what MS means. Absolute. That's what MS means. And so, 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 so to some extent, Hashem signing means that he's saying this is this is this is it. Hold on a second. So now I think having said that, we can see the contrast that the Ramchal is about to draw. It says the Ramchal, "Obivade sheim haemes hu ma shebacher bo hakodesh baruchu le kachto." If it's such a fundamental, definitional aspect of what Hashem is, right? That Hashem, this is, so to speak, the one thing that represents Hashem in the most clearest way. Yeah? So, Kama Yiyeh So, how disgusting is someone who is the opposite of that to Hashem's eyes. Right? So it means, let's just now take it out of the Moshe, Hashem didn't choose it for himself. It means it is, speaks to how integral the concept of Emes is to Hashem and His existence. Right? That Hashem's existence, so to speak, is the ultimate Emes. So a person who is somehow distanced from Emes, he's a little bit, has something to do with Sheker, so he's distanced from Hashem, from absolute truth, from absolute existence. Yaakov, when he had to fabricate things, they, obviously that was for purpose. Did that... Did, was that going against his nature? Was he disturbed? Was he disgusted by Very much. that? Yes. That was a challenge. And the... And the no, challenge was okay. I, I don't know if we want to get into meaning there. There is a lot, lot, lot written on this, right? The simple understanding is that Emma's we're going to see soon coming up that Mikne Darkish Shalom even a Talmud Chacham is allowed to. Um, deviate from the truth, and that, and we'll, we'll discuss why that is coming up. So this is, is touching on that. I'm assuming not for sarcasm, <laughs> right? Okay. Or, or to uh, you know get in front of the line or something like that. Do we have a header for that? For us, in our generation, for sarcasm. No, you, yes, for sarcasm, right? Yeah. As long as it's not, from my perspective, it, it, and I, I don't really have any proof for this, really, but we don't want to cause anybody pain. That's not a goal of us, of ours. So if the sarcasm is not going to cause somebody pain, and it could only potentially, uh, like, if, if they're not at least even going to, for a moment, think, like, oh no, like, is that really going to happen? Because they said, because they, said that facetiously or something? As long as it's not going to cause a person pain for that moment, I would assume it's okay. But I, I'm just kind of making that up. Yeah, you could be sarcastic without causing somebody pain. Right? There's plenty right. of times opportunities for somebody to be sarcastic that doesn't. Right. I mean, as long as, as, as long, right, right. Is it, hey, have you seen my car? Oh, it got stolen. Really? No, I'm just joking. 
right like that would not be appropriate but I mean like because I feel like that moment like you're causing the pain but I mean like if you're, if you're if there, I can't think of an example off the top of my head but like if, if you're not going to even for that moment say like oh no like what happened you're just, just joking however that would be I assume that would be okay even though you're you see the person himself immediately understands you're joking to begin with there's no there's no like Hava mean it's not that he like initially thinks one thing and then afterwards you burst out laughing I don't know I think I'd have to think of an actual example to clarify that but I think yes I think overall but I, but I don't think the person automatically might pick up so the fact you might even be just dis- deceiving that person because like let's say you say to him oh it flew away Right. So that, that would seem seemingly that would not be a lie because uh, because nobody right. took it seriously for one yeah. second. Right. If you say, "Oh, I thought you weren't going to need it tonight," you know, right? Right. And then you laugh. Then, then, uh, then for that moment, you know, you, you, you hadn't believed that, right? And it's really not true. A. B. I mean, at a simple level, the negative of it is that you're making the person feel stupid. I mean, the, the whole, the whole um, and success of, of sarcasm, right, is to make the other person kind of feel intellectually clumsy. Okay, so there was a overall shittest. I think there was a good example uh, of having like a deadpan sense of humor with you know, that bottle of whiskey with the girdle and whatnot, uh, and it said BH on it. And the the gentleman said, "Oh, it actually BH actually stands for Baruch Hashem in Scottish or Irish or something like that." Right, and he said it with just like such a deadpan uh, way that I there was a moment I was thinking. Really? And, he, and he, he said, obviously I'm joking. But for that moment, I thought, could it possibly? So that's not really, I didn't feel bad. I don't know if I really felt embarrassed. I just thought that was kind of funny that he could be able to deliver something in such a serious way that I could even believe in moment. So I guess that the may be a good example. Is that, would that be appropriate or not appropriate? Let me start asking. So, so, um, so I think, A, what we're coming on to is that you know, you're saying, listen, I, I, I'm a big boy. I can take it a little bit. You know, like I'm not gonna like turn all red and like start crawling under the table just because like he got me a little bit. Like, yeah. It's fine. It's a long sport. So, a, I'm eskatosia yom escorts. It's unbelievable. Every time I think about this, it's unbelievable. In high school, like you know, I don't know what the high schools were like where you went to, but in our high school, like we all sat at the same lunch table. Like it was like like the lunch table. Like everybody knows, like this is like a certain group of people sit at this lunch table. And that's, that's what it was. And there was one person that was the one. Also, see the same like the lunch tables, and like I was, I had a good sarcastic wit, or like I was just like make a lot of um, sarcastic statements, etc. You know, all good humor, whatever. And then I bumped into this person, like Mamush, years later. 
Everyone said to me, you know, you're literally traumatized. Like, you know, I was, I was so, always, so many times, I was so deeply hurt and embarrassed and everything, and like, and what? I had no intention of doing that. I had no idea. None. And just like, so first of all, not a safe assumption to make. People can be very surprisingly a lot more sensitive than you realize. Were you being sarcastic in a personal way? Because that the way what he was doing that was not a personal thing that was just making it a general but, observation. But but because he got you to fall for it, it kind of uh, could could potentially have made you feel inadequate. Isn't that a side issue? Isn't it just because it's, it's shaker? That's a partial but, but I think the deeper aspect is like Josh is saying. That, I was just saying like on a simple partial level, but a deeper level is. It's not the point. The point is we're supposed to live with the reality of truth. And that's fine. And I, and I like that. I'm just talking about in terms of the level that we're on right now. The fact that this is kind of like the way that we communicate with people. This is the natural way of talking. And I'm very... I personally try to come across, especially when I'm... Over, like, I joke around much more with my wife than I do here. Or, like, with the people that, that know me, like, really, really well in a certain way. Those are, the, those are the people that I would be more sarcastic with. Overall, I feel like, for sure, like, MS, I think people just, like, know me as a, from a superficial way. They're going to think, like, a very serious straightforward person but I can be very jokey and with the people that I I'm not jokes and sarcasm are two different things I, not necessarily in terms of like the way this present like the way that gentleman presented that that to me is like a, a joke it's also a joke right? Again, sarcasm sarcasm is a type of a joke but not I mean sarcasm is a type of a joke but not all jokes are sarcasm yeah. which means if a person doesn't doesn't engage in sarcasm they can still be a funny. They can still be funny. Right. They can still make jokes. But I guess the overall point that we're making is that even if, even in those moments where we're just kind of like having those conversations, then that's going to tear away at the fabric. It's not called being running away from lies as much as possible. So, like, like keeping this again. The Torah says it's an unbelievable statement. Midvar sheker tirch. It doesn't say that about. Most other things doesn't say be, distance yourself from something that is an extraordinarily rare statement. Okay. And at least the way that I might view this is that if a person's only going to speak in truth and not truth, I think of either like Adam Rishon or I think of a robot or I think of like a person not being a human being. Then basically, you're just you're you're just talking and you don't have really any maybe why real emotion behind why that. can't you be like super pleasant and caring and kind and thoughtful without like somehow like stooping the guy like <laughs> you know like getting like away like the, that's the only human characteristic that there is no but I think there's more to life than having a just very straightforward yes or no what, like, what about like super loving and caring and, and 
you know, open relationship. Is that does that count? I don't think people human? like that. I mean, you can also be funny without like you know being uh, uh, sarcastic. And there's a comedian Brian Reed. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. So I, I before I saw this guy, I had no idea that you could have a comedian that could be funny without swearing or without you know. Uh, making fun of, uh, I guess he doesn't make stuff, but like, uh, his comedy is very clean, right? Like, extremely, extremely clean. Yeah. I never thought that would be uh, a pleasant to watch. But he's very sarcastic, though. He's sarcastic, but, but compared to a lot of other comedians, yeah. like, you know, every other word is like a word. So, right, I'm not saying swearing by any stretch of the imagination. Right, I'm saying like, it's possible to be funnier, to, to have, like, Yitzhak Yitzhak comes from a language of laughter, right? right? And if you look at the way that he was born, right, is is Sarah laughed because the serious world was shown to not have that much power, right? Like, look, oh no, like you're old, you stopped already um, being able to. Having the way of the women, right? That uh, that you're not gonna be able to have children anymore. And all of a sudden, oh, it's, yeah, it, it, it gets reversed. So, like, that's that's a tremendous, that's a tremendous uh, uh, scope that Hashem made for them. But um, so, laughter, but but not but not but it wasn't through sarcasm. It was through. Okay, so it was through. Saying, eat a little bit. Enough that taking something that people incorrectly attribute uh, tremendous weightiness to, and showing how it's really not the one in charge. Right. The reason why they're not monitored on it, there's nothing dishonest. It's a it's a tricky part. I mean, to figure out what is okay. There definitely is. Um, there are definitely are ways to be funny and uh, you know to have scope um, with, without being sarcastic. Sarcastic carries with it a, a certain deception, a certain bite to it. So you could be, it could be without that. Okay, so here we go. Vihizer Kodesh Boruchu, Allah Emes, Azhara Rabbah Amor. Hashem gave a tremendous warning about truth. Dabru Emes Ish Esreehu. Speak truth one to another. We need a pasuk in Navi to be told to speak truth to one another. Right? Like what is what is going on over here? Right? That's that's the. Um, Rob was concerned for them about Kiddush, but not being how much Hashem is mocked, right? That's that's, that's the importance. Vuhuchen, another pasuk. Vuhuchen bechesed kisei. The throne of Mashiach will be prepared through chesed. And he'll sit on it in truth. Ramchal is just trying to overwhelm us because he knows that we're going to rebel against this. 
we're going to justify uh, that it's okay to be partially dishonest, or mildly dishonest. So he's coming here with posik after posik, Vayomer Ach, Ami, Hema, Bonim, Lo Yishakeru. They're my sons, so they will not lie, says Hashem about the Jewish people. You want to be Hashem's children? You need to not lie. Hashem's existence is absolute. Your word has to be absolute. Yerushalayim, Ir, Ha'emes. Um, so the Pasuk refers to Yerushalayim as the city of truth. So, to tell you how great it is. Okay, so that's all um, just kind of uh, showing you the greatness of it. Now, two points that I wanted to bring, make sure to bring out today. Even if you're not being fully Vidover Emes Bilvavo. So first of all, the Pesach says, a person should speak truth in his heart. What does that mean, to speak truth in your heart? Well, you lie to yourself in your heart, you're going to say things that are not true. doesn't make sense, right? So rather, says the Gemara, it means, like the famous story of Safra. That he was had an item for sale, and uh, he was in the middle of saying Shema when someone came over and said, I'll give you, you know, X amount of dollars for it. And he didn't respond because he was saying Shema. Person thought that he was refusing to suffer that amount, so he increased the amount. He said, Okay, I'll give you this much. And then when he suffered finished saying Shema, so he insisted on selling it to him for the first amount, because when he heard the first amount, he thought to himself, Oh, that's a, that's a good price, I'll sell for that. So when the person raised the price afterwards, since Rav Safra in his heart had said, I'm going to do this, so he stayed truthful to that internal thought. So we're talking about not even being truthful to speech that we say, but thoughts that we think. Well, this is, I mean, it's in the keys. It's already pretty high level, yeah. He actually heard... That's a good. That's a good question. Because you, you you had a very similar story with um with Ian Clara where the I forget which the, the Gadol at the time with uh, the the person who's supposed to be Mashiach and they tried to set up a whole elaborate plan to get the Jewish people that the the, the guy went over to him and like started whispering in his ear. Yeah. To make it seem like he was... But he wasn't actually whispering. He was pretending to be whispering. Right, but he didn't even know he was there. Right. He had no idea he was even there. He had no idea what he was talking about because he's so right. focused on davening. Right. He was in the Shmuel Asri, right? That, that's... Uh, that's you're talking about the, the story with uh, Bar Kokhba. Right, Bar Kokhba. And, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that is... It is a little bit of a... of, 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 of a kasha. Of Obviously... A person came over, said in a loud voice right behind him, 
and uh, he he heard he, he he heard that statement. You know, it's not over there. The case was he was deep in in in, in prayer, and somebody staying nearby, leaning near him. He didn't feel the other presence of the other person, but, but he was pretending to whisper. He didn't actually whisper. So can you read that they were also human? Yeah, that if uh, someone says something loudly to you, you know why he's saying Shema, so you're yeah, yeah. hurt. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but the greatness of Rav Safra is that he stayed true to a thought that he thought, even though no one else knew that thought. Right? He never said anything to the guy. He didn't say, I'll, I'll sell you. Right? But because he thought that, that was, that was enough to obligate him. Okay? That's how far it reaches. That's still included in being truthful. This is not just, uh, I mean, to say, it's not Josh said, oh, you should be Midas Chassidus, means like something uh, totally different. This is not already, you, we've left the realm of Emes or not Emes. No, this is still included in being truthful, right? Like, like, the, like the Pasuk in Tehillim that, that's being quoted. The Dover Emes Bilvavo. Speak truth in your heart. If you say something, make it true. Don't change it. Okay, Vakvar Asru, Lutamil Chacham Lishanos, Bidiburu Hus Mishloshadvar. Okay, so Tamil Chacham, in fact, is not allowed to um, deviate in any, in, in, in any way from. So, seemingly, Tamil Chacham has a higher obligation of truth. In fact, if we ever Zoha to learn the Siva Emma's together, we'll see that there's a whole story about how um, the, the Torah is the world of truth. And uh, to be in that world, a person has to be extraordinarily truthful. And any small um, lack in absolute truthfulness gets a person exiled from that world of truth. Can't be in the world of truth if there's any connection to non-truth. Okay? So, Chazal made three exceptions for, for, for Talmud and Um And obviously it's not our topic right now, but it will touch on what Yosef asked earlier about Yaakov Avinu needing to um, Tell, say things to his father Yitzchak that were not technically true, right? So to over here, so there's three things. One is someone asks him, "Have you learned this masachta? Have you learned you know, these halachas?" He's allowed to say no to preserve his humility. Someone comes over to Talmud and says, "Have you learned Zvachim?" Yeah. He says no. Even though he has learned Zvachim, uh-huh. he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. Next guy is going to ask him to learn Menachos. He's going to go down the whole list of all of Shas, right? He doesn't want to be be uh, 
talking to other people about what he's managed to accomplish. So, so he's he's allowed to to be Mishana Bidiburo. Two is the person says to him, "Hey, how come um, how come I saw you going to the mikvah this morning? What, what was and your wife was going last night. But what, what, what's up with that? Are you uh, right? Was there something?" That they're not being Did your wife? Did your wife? Did you have special time with your wife? Right, or some sort of a question like that, right? So he's allowed to just again because of tzniyus. So again, humility, tzniyus, right? Um, those are things that are that are appropriate. And finally, if um, someone was hospitable to him brought him into the house and uh, showed him tremendous hospitality, gave him good food, etc. And then, and then someone else asked him, so, uh, how's that guy? Is he like a hospitable person? And the Tamil Chacham feels that this will lead to maybe people taking advantage of this person, that people are going to come, you know, that, you know, uh, food could get very expensive, he's not a wealthy man. So then he could say, uh, just, uh, again, not say the truth. It's in a situation where it would be, it would damage his host to publicize how hospitable he is. Unless they're already well known as being hospitable. Then, then, then it doesn't make a difference. But I get what, okay. So, but, but if you're not well known, maybe to an individual, meaning like an individual asks, because I, I've had this happen to me a couple times where somebody will ask, hey, uh, do you know anybody that you can connect me with for fundraising or something like that? Um, I wonder. That, that's a that's a good that's a good uh, that's a good question. Does that does that fall into that category? I, you know, I. Mm, means because what's the point over here? Is that if these people find out he's a hospitable host, they're gonna harass him. They're gonna ask him to host them, and ultimately he's going to be left kind of uh, impoverished. Okay. I don't yeah, know so the question is, is that what happen over with the fundraisers as well? Word like, gets out, this person is a generous person, and then next thing you know, he's being harassed. Yep. Right, and... Uh, um, it's a good question. I wonder if... Depends. Means means that this person has a hard time saying no, right? Even if he's already well above his target of how much money he wants to give, he's he just if the person presses him, he'll he'll kind of cave it, right? So then then yeah, potentially that might be rel- that might be a related thing. It's a good uh, good comparison. Okay, so. So in all these things, what's the point? The point is that there's there's the, there's a truth that's greater than than, than than the little truth. There's a bigger truth, right? That for this person, right? Um, he's even though technically it's true that this person gave him good food, but but it's not true that you should publicize it, 
Right? That is not correct. Or, you know, sneers or modesty is also part of truth. Right? So, you know, technically the words he's saying are not true. He's, he's deviating in words, right? But, but really, to a certain extent, he's staying faithful to a greater truth of being considered towards other people, being modest, concealing something that in one way or another be hurtful. So, that's... considered to others and what was the other one again? First one. Well, uh, and, and modesty, and of humility. humility. So, um, so, to a certain extent, Yaakov Avinu, right, it's true he had to say some things that weren't exactly true. But, but the bigger point was true. The bigger point was that he's the one that should be getting the brachas. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's, so, that's a very tricky area to be in. That's why, uh, that's why, uh, but a Chalakam can be trusted to be able to determine such a thing. That's why Rivka was basically a facilitator, no? She did, yeah. So that makes sense because she had, uh, 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 uh she basically said, like, this is the way it's supposed to be, you should do it. That's true. Yeah. 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 Okay, so um, so that's. That's. The Gemara in Bobetio. The Echad Mina Mudum, Shahaolam Omedalav, who ems. Right, so. You're talking about, right? The Mishnah Bergiava says, Chesed, Shalom, Ve'emes. Those are the three pillars that the world stands on. So, again, an emphasis to how great Emesis in Cain, Mi, Shedober, Sheker, Kilu, Notel, Yisoda, Shaloyla. If you have something staying in the tripod and you pull away one of them, so the whole tripod falls over. Yeah? Um, and I think that the point being that when it comes to Shalom, people feel, okay, I get it, you know, you're going to start a fight with somebody else, causes squabbling, causes machlaikas, right? Pain, that, that's the bad thing, you shouldn't do that. But just suddenly saying something that's not true, it doesn't hurt anybody. Right? So, what's the... Uh, where's the downside? Right? But the answer is no. There's a very big downside. There's a spiritual... There's a massive spiritual downside of pulling away one of the pillars that the whole world stands on. Okay. Me, Shazohir, Ba'emes, so if you're careful, so I think this is kind of the point that we we're making before about talking about sarcasm, not sarcasm. If you understood that every time that the more truth you are, the farther away you are from Shekhar, the more you're supporting the entire world. 
So why would you want to? Why would you want to play with fire? Why would you want to walk on a tightrope? You're going to say it, it's going to come out a little bit different. No, often a sarcastic statement is meant to come out one way and comes out a little bit different. It's perceived differently, right? It goes down the wrong channel. And of course, actually, sometimes you ever make a sarcastic statement and the person like totally falls for it. Yes. And like, and you're like, oh man, like I got, I got to ride this thing out, and like you just keep, <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And then he was abducted by aliens. And he's like, no way. Right? He's like, you always feel like you can't stop. Like, let me let me see how far I can like take this thing. There's a part of me, from my perspective, at least in that situation, it's just so ridiculous. How could you possibly still continue right, to that? Right, right, hundred percent. But that, that's still not appropriate. If even even how ridiculous you're, you're making it. Right. That's still like that's still you're, it's still lying. So you're deceiving you deceiving this person, right? And A and B is eventually he's gonna feel like a total idiot, uh-huh. right? But it, but look at how addictive it is. Like, oh, like I can't, <laughs> I can't believe this. Like, let me see, let me see what I, what else I can I can throw in there, right? Um, so like, th- there's a certain there's a certain like excitement for it, right? You have to be very careful. There was a friend, a friend, an acquaintance, who he, his wife thought that his birthday was on a certain day. She messed up his birthday and he just ran with it. And said, you know, so like made, basically made that wrong day his birthday. And she continued to observe that being his birthday for, I don't know, 10 years or so, at least, until, somebody, until there was a, a surprise party for him, I think, from his acquaintances. And she, she said, wait, I thought your birthday is like so and so. And then he basically just like came clean. But he wrote that for. And he like was like it was his real birthday. He did this in order to not hurt her feelings? No, 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 no. He's that type of person where he would. He, would, he, would want he got to, a kick out of yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. On a yearly basis, tricking his wife. Yes. Okay. Right, okay. So you see how dangerous this yes. game is. Right. I'm assuming it probably wasn't great for his marriage. I mean, not only the getting busted part, but even throughout the years of deception. Yeah. Right. Okay. Guys, don't do that. Don't do that to your wife. Okay. Um, sorry, that's my spot. Okay, so continues the the Ramkal. Um, the Kvar Sipru Omer Zichronim Levrocha. As I already said, may also Hamakom Shehayu Zihirim. Ba'emes Shalohaya Malachamovis Sholisham. This is actually the Gemara that I told you guys that if will be Zoha to uh, learn the morals in the Siva Emes, this is uh, this is in the first parak he, he brings this Gemara. So the Gemara talks about this place called called Kushta, uh, which means truth. In Aramaic, right? There's this 
place called Truth, where there no one died. The angel of death had no dominion over that place. Ploni Shinta Bidibura looks like the Ramchal might have had a slightly different Girsa. It was in the, the Gemara that we have, it was, it was because of her. Yeah. So um, basically, the story is that she was bathing, she was, which obviously. You know, so the neighbors came asking, "Hey, you know, where's your wife?" So she was she's bathing. So what do you answer when you never ask, "Where's your wife?" What? Well, what do you mean? We really need to talk about where is she? Busy. Busy. What? Can you just please tell her? It's a very important. And so the point is that. It would be not Sanua to say she's bathing. Right. Right, because bathing connotes what? Uh, Being undressed. (laughs) Right, and all sorts of other things, right? So, therefore, out of modesty for his wife, he said she's not in the house. And because of that, two of his children died. Now, hold on a second. This is not, this, this is... Uh, not for regular people in the regular world. This is speaking about um, this person who went to a different plane of existence where a place called truth where there was no death. What about the greater truth uh, protecting your wives? That's exactly, okay, so that's Ayn, the first parak in, in the Siva Emes, Shom, what happens when Emes clashes with Shalom, and uh, is this story being set over for effect or to like have a, have a particular purpose or we're saying that this is something that there, there actually is a place like no. that no the, the morality says it's not an actual place like that uh-huh. it's a it's a uh, allegory okay okay even though you, uh, the deviation of from truth was said for a good reason. Geras Bohem Malachamovis, the angel of death, managed to get a hold of them. Ad Shigirshua Misham. So then, basically, the people of the city there came to him and said, "How could it be that your sons died? Must be that you lied." We're sorry, but you're going to have to leave the city. So he had to divorce his wife and leave the city. It speaks to the impossibility, almost, of living in a perfect world of of absolute truth while in this world. Yeah, so so the the point here is not that he did anything wrong. But the point here is that to show the truth, absolute truth, even makes a person... um, um, immune to death if theoretically a person could be could live in a world of absolute truth then there would be no death like we said earlier about Hashem as being Emes Emes means absolute existence if a person could live like that then he would live absolutely as well on a, on a fear came 
right? Obviously not like Hashem, but on some level. So death itself comes from Sheker. And, and, and then once he was gone and then they came back to living in tranquility this is something that's obvious we all know it's true right so again this this midrash I think the only the, the point that the Ramchal is trying to bring across is the power of truth and the fact that lack thereof is in some way or another really the source of the grasp that the Malach Amovis has over humanity. Yes, it does. Very, very good. If you look in the beginning of Morin Nebuchim, I believe the third parrot. It says that Adam and Chava, or Adam Marishan, was in a world of truth. Um, and then when he sinned, he fell into a world of good and evil. He was in a world of truth and falsehood. Mm-hmm. And when he sinned, he found a world of, of uh, good and evil, and notice, he got a decree of death. No. <laughs> okay, we'll stop here. Oh,